We're recording this now and doing this. We're finna have this as an introduction, alright? You ready? Okay. I don't want to get my doggone thing took, but welcome to the Word of Reason podcast where you bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. So this is is new. This is new. Wait a minute. Let me. Every time I set my doggone mic down, it's always like distorted because I kept on pressing the wrong button. But uh, Welcome to the Word of Reason podcast, where you bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. Let me minimize this so you guys don't catch the glare. Ah, video. <laughs> video, bro. How how are we feeling about video? All right. Um, let me move some stuff over because uh, I got to be able to press my buttons in case we got to press a, press a little a little sound. But uh, yeah, welcome. How are you feeling, bro? So, this is the new format. God has called me to upgrade everything. We're upgrading production. So, um, at first, a lot of people were asking me, and Russell, if you're watching this, I can say watch it. I can say watch it. <laughs> but now, if you're watching this, then I um, I was talking to one of my friends, and he was like, why don't you do a video? And I was like, I need a camera that's able to record. And then I was thinking, like, no, I wasn't thinking, to be honest. The Holy Spirit... It has given me the idea that, look, if I record it and then if I were to put it into the drive, Google Drive, I can upload that video. And then as I upload that video, I just got to match up the audio waves and there's already a function in my editing software. So he was like, like the whole thing that me and my friends have been talking about, my friends in Christ, is there's this big thing on what is stopping you. What is stopping us from doing these things? All right, what is stopping us? And Holy Spirit has called me to upgrade the clips. He's been calling me to upgrade the clips on the channel. I mean, not the channel. Well, actually, we're about to be on YouTube now. Yes, sir. We're about to be on YouTube. I got to have my fingers ready. Oh, dang, that's caps. But yeah, we finna be on YouTube. We are going to be uploading the video podcast there. So all of y'all. Go on to the YouTube channel, Word of Reason. If you search it up, I did just do that. I actually just searched it up on YouTube, and I was just kind of like, I wonder if we pop up when Word of Reason comes up. And we do. It's our shorts, though. Um, but yeah, we up here. Holy Spirit has said, upgrade the clips, the background for that. Now it's like, to be honest, we're upgrading already to the camera. Um, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that there is no, um, software or hardware malfunctions in this camera. Um, cause I'm using my phone. I have no idea what the real limit is. I don't know how much space is going to take up for recording about an hour and a half's worth of video. So, uh, this is a trial and error right now, but Lord, I'm praying that there's no error part. This is just the trial. Um, I know I'm wearing like, like a fit. Cause now I got to actually be like, like, like. I gotta like look presentableer. Now I just can't like hop behind the mic and be like, "Yo, what's up, y'all?" Knowing that I haven't even brushed my teeth, haven't even combed my hair, and I don't have no clothes on. Like I'm just shirtless behind the mic. So uh, we're gonna really have to up the 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 um the actual parent visuals. But we we cooling right now. But how are y'all doing, bro? Now I can look at y'all and ask, "How are y'all doing?" Um. And there's actually uh, two things I came on here to talk about, which is an update. Um, really, this video is going to be an update on what the actual purpose of Word of Reason is, because Holy Spirit has revealed to me what it actually is, not what I wanted it to be. Um, so just for quick backstory, here we go. Word of Reason is a podcast that is for my generation word of reason podcast is a podcast where i'm reaching out to this generation to help them come to christ and understanding 
what following Christ is like. I know I would always say I'm talking about my experiences as an 18-year-old Christian. I'm going to be honest. I do not have that many experiences, so I don't really have much to go off of. And uh, here's where we came to this conclusion. First and foremost, I was listening to um, Tim Ross. I know there's going to be a lot of references to Tim Ross. However, I was listening to Tim Ross, and... uh, I was listening to his testimony, and I forgot the other guy's name. However, I was listening to their testimony, and it was revealed to me at first that my testimony isn't anything like theirs at all. And what I mean by that is um, my testimony is very, very lacking in trauma. Like, I didn't grow up in in a... in a home or a bad neighborhood. Like, I never had to experience any of that. No trauma. No nothing, really. I didn't really, like, I'm not discrediting the work that Jesus pulled me out of. And I'm not saying, like, oh, well, I didn't go through anything. I went through some things, but I'm listening to their podcast. It's one of the most recent podcasts that they released. And what I was realizing is, like, they really have come from a lot. Like, their character and the way that they've been built up and where they've come from their testimony is really heavy on the trauma aspect and i was thinking about word of reason too because i was thinking like oh i kind of want to be like that that christian that's just talking about their experiences but happens to be a christian like that's what i thought i wanted to be like but then i realized that in another podcast holy spirit also brought to my remembrance that he said something about someone trying to do things that requires experience that they do not have i don't that wasn't exactly what they said but that's what what i had gotten from oh shoot that's what i had gotten from it was people will try to do things that require experience that they have a lack of experience in and so i was thinking to myself like some of my podcasts have been feeling very void because i want to talk about things and relate them to something, but I have nothing to relate them to but other people's experiences. And I was thinking to myself as well, and Holy Spirit was talking to me, and I was thinking, like, dude, that is what I'm doing with Word of Reason. Is like, I want to talk about my experience as an 18-year-old follower of Christ and what it's like without having really much experience to go off of that being the foundation, like the actual premises of the podcast. I can't do that. I don't have that many experiences. I've talked about really all of my experiences I've already gone over. Like I don't, there's not really much more. I didn't grow up in an abusive household. I had both of my parents who were both Christians who raised me into Christianity. They gave me freedom. They were not that strict. They gave me a car. I had a car at 16. They let me use a car at 16. I had a car to use right after I got my dog on driver's license. If you ask me, they raised me into a very, one of the best upbringings that I think could potentially happen. Like you could change the home and be like, okay, well, instead of living in, in a two-story home, you could live in a a three-story home with a with a basement and they got 25 different cars like bro wouldn't change the fact that they're still both together their marriage is founded on the ideals of the word of god and what their relationship in christ is like like i have both of my parents a good home and i can say that god brought me up in one of i and what i honestly believe is one of the best upbringings you could potentially have and i'm like there's got to be a change for word of reason because I seriously cannot found it like this. And so I was in the shower after stripping some copper wire because uh, I'm not going to say your boy is broke, but we definitely in the lower financial area right now. I'm not even worried about it, though, because if God took me out of my job and he's been providing for me so far, what makes me think that he's going to stop? If he's Jehovah Jireh and he's a provider, what is God to be a liar like man is? Um, He is not a man that he should lie. So I'm going to trust in his word and believe in it. And that's another thing we're going to be going over today. But I just want to tell you where we come to this new 
um, foundation and what word of reason is going to be from here on forth because I was walking in what I thought was cool and what I wanted it to be like, but that ain't actually what it's supposed to be. Um, that ain't actually what it's founded on. It's not exactly why I'm here. Um, and so Holy Spirit was reminding me that you are trying to do something that is outside of what you're supposed to be doing. Like the podcast is what I'm supposed to be doing, but my foundation was screwed up. I was in the shower. Spirit of confusion tried to trick me a little bit, making me think like this, that, and the other. I, I don't even remember, but honestly, the general consensus of that whole shower talk, which was somewhat true, but not necessarily true, was I was thinking about what was I doing at the start? When I didn't know about the basement, when I was barely starting on TikTok, when I first came back to Christ, what was I doing? And I thought about only the TikTok videos, not my heart posture, but my TikTok videos. I was thinking like, what was the only thing that I was doing on TikTok? And the thing that I was only doing on TikTok, I said, doggone it. I was just talking and understanding the word. Like I was just explaining the word of God to everybody. That wasn't the whole truth. But I walked around the house and I was like, I don't think that's the full truth. And at one point I texted my friends. I was like, I think God gave me a mentality shift and I have no idea if this is the understanding or not. But I'm just like, I think I think we're on to something here with this mentality change. So I make some ramen noodles, still watching some YouTube, and then he gives me the rest. He said, before the basement, like he was he was aiding me in this thought process to get me where I needed to get, men, men, uh, mentality-wise. He was saying, what did you do before the basement? What was your heart posture and what was your mindset before the basement? And what was your mindset and what was your heart posture before you even did TikTok? When you first rededicated your life to me? What were you doing? What was your goal? And that's when it has shocked me. It wasn't about telling my experiences as an 18-year-old Christian. That's not what that's not what we started off of. That was not my foundation to begin with. My ultimate goal was to talk to my peers, talk to the people in my generation, and get them to understand that Jesus Christ is the way that void you have in your heart hear me listen listen look me look me in the eyes when i tell you this look me in the eyes the drugs that don't fulfill you the alcohol that doesn't ever fulfill you the sex that doesn't ever fully please you the partner that you're shacking with doesn't ever fulfill you doesn't fulfill your needs the abandonment issues the pornography issues the adultery issues the parenting issues all of those issues in your heart, the hole in your heart is God-shaped. And I know because I went through a few of those things I just listed off to you. And my whole goal was to help my generation understand that Jesus is what we're all looking for without knowing what we're looking for. We all want a solution to our issues. We all want the peace. And we're finding it without even knowing that what we're looking for is the God of the Bible. I mean that sincerely because I went through that same search. I didn't search through with other religions. I knew Jesus was the way, but I didn't have my foundation fully set in his word. I was thinking more of, I'm finna find fulfillment of what I want to do in my flesh. Everything that I knew that I couldn't do as a Christian or couldn't fulfill myself, please myself with. I couldn't masturbate. I couldn't watch porn. I couldn't have sex before the rapture. That was my biggest thing. Because I was like, dang, if the rapture happens, boy, I'm trying to get me some cut before I leave. You know what I'm saying? That was my mindset. <laughs> but like, I found out that all the solutions to my problem, the sexual desires I need, I have. I need, but the sexual desires that I have, the way I wanted to take my doggone consciousness and my sobriety out of my mind to fulfill it with smoking, drinking, I didn't do anything more than, than smoking and drinking, 
all of that, all of that was fulfilled when I came to Christ. And I want my generation to understand. And we saw a little bit of it with the Ashbury revival. That is unexplainable. I want you to look me in the eyes and tell me that that was just a big propaganda. There are people coming from all across the nation, all across the world, outside of the United States, coming to the Ashbury revival to know and feel God's presence because it was so heavy on that area. It's not a fluke, bruh. It's not a joke. I want you to understand me when I tell you. This God is where it's at. This relationship, not a religion. This ain't no religion. This, when you come into Christianity, Christianity is to be a follower of Christ. But when you come to know Jesus, dog, this is a feeling like none other. This is a feeling like none other, bro. I'm telling you from my heart, bro. I'm talking to you specifically because now I can look you dead in your eye and we can tell each other. Be for real. Are you fulfilled with where you are in your life? Are you satisfied with where you are in your life? Do you have peace about the future of your life? Do you have a foundation in something? Something that's going to be consistently pleasing, gratifying. You won't find that outside of Jesus. You will not. You are not going to. You cannot. Because you're trying to suffice the creator with the things he created rather than going to the creator to find fulfillment in who made you in his image. That's it. <laughs> Bro, let me, let me, I'm going to put some lotion on after that. I need it. My lips dry. Let me tell y'all, bro. Let me tell you, bro. Let me tell y'all, bro. Make sure everything's still recording, bro. <laughs> oh, that was a bar, God. That that was definitely a bar. That was Ooh. That was it, Chief. That's it, Chief. Oh, man. Let me make sure my dog on. Everything is recording. All right. Everything's still good. Everything's still good. Everything's still good. But you really trying to find satisfaction outside of the creator for what he created. That ain't going to work. You can only find fulfillment of yourself. You can find your identity in Christ Jesus. So, going back to the point that dog my whole purpose to begin with has always been to come and present jesus christ to my generation to let them know there is fulfillment there is happiness there is joy not in what you're looking at right now but what your heart is looking for Man, let me tell you, it's Jesus. So, he gave me that revelation completely in full last night. It took a couple hours. Um, but yeah, he, he gave me the real reason for word of reason. Oh, shoot, let me let me turn this off because I don't want y'all to catch that glare. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is such a vibe to have a camera. It feels so much more personal for me to be able to look at you. You can see me. You can see me whenever I act all cool. <laughs> I didn't even know that was on that on that key bind, but like, dog. Oh, that's that's crickets, bro. I kind of forgot all my key binds. But yeah, I'm I'm like I'm really loving this. But yeah, he gave me that revelation, so that is what word of reason is. So now let's get to the message. Okay, real quick, real quick. I said last time that there was going to be something new implemented on this podcast, but now that we have video to match the audio, um, dog, I got to redo it because I'm going to do it with a camera. It's not going to look just like this. I'm probably going to have like a completely like, I'm going to be dressed up nice. Like, I'm not going to say, no, no, no. He said, don't say too much. Don't say too much. Um, 
I'm going to let his creativity flow through me, and you guys will see whenever it's done. But now it feels like there's going to be much more production involved in making this uh, making this, this intro. So that's what it was. It was an intro. I don't even know if I said that last time, but something very, very more, more, more high quality and production-wise. I'm so excited for where God is taking this because it's something new. It is something different. I based off of that revelation, it's been like it's not the basement. I'm not trying to copy the basement. I'm not because the thing is, is, subconsciously, in my mind, I was still copying the basement all this time, trying to be like Tim Ross. How about I try to be who I was before I even knew who he was? How about I be who I was when I came to Christ and what he instilled in my heart was to come and present Christ Jesus to my fellow peers. So that is the reason. For word of reason so now i'm thinking like low-key do i even need to change my slogan though like i don't really know for sure word of reason where we bring reason to your life only through the word. i think it still applies i think it still applies think about it because where we bring reason to your life only through the word of god reason because i was thinking about it last night in the shower where we bring reason and understanding to your life only through the word of god reason and understand understanding and reason to the word no understanding what well, i'm gonna work on this off screen all right i'm gonna work on this off screen i'm gonna get back to y'all i'm gonna get back to y'all but the thing i wanted to really talk about because this video is gonna have two titles um the message and then i'm probably gonna have um also the new meaning of word of reason what word of reason actually is meant to be um so yeah 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 um today's message that i really wanted to talk to y'all about it feels so freeing. Like, I just want to say, it feels so freeing not trying to be like, oh, I got to find experiences to talk about. Because I always felt like, ooh, I don't have much to talk about now. Because, like, now I'm like, now I'm in my purpose. Now, me and God, we in, we in our bag. This ain't for us no more. This is really for y'all. Like, come on now. Hey, let, let, let go. Oh, damn. I think some eagles. But, like, uh, today's message is... realizing who you are realizing that you can talk to god you can talk to him right now the thing is that a lot of people are struggling to get past the spirit of confusion the spirit of religion they feel like the gift that god has given us through Jesus is too good to be true. This has been resonant with me and even was discussed today in our church service today. Um, it was low-key the second point. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, it's to be genuinely believing that we are the righteousness or in right standing with God. You are. Stop doubting it. You are. But let me give you some more clarity because I could be talking to somebody who's agnostic. I could be talking to someone who doesn't believe in God, someone who, who believes that Buddha is God. When you accept Jesus and you are ready, well, you think you're ready. You're, you're ready. Well, when you are ready to give your life to serve Jesus and to know who he is, get to learn who he is, get to follow who the king of kings is, you're now made righteous. Stop the doubt. Stop the doubt. I was just talking about how questioning God is okay. You can have, no, not questioning God. Let me, let me rephrase that. Having questions for God is okay. But continuously questioning God all the time, never have, let me tell you what that actually is. That's a lack of faith in that, in that the gospel is true. You going back and forth with God, thinking it can't be this simple. I'm I'm always screwing up. I can't ever da 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 da. Let me tell you what that's doing to you. The more you sit there and think that you can't talk to God because you messed up, even after you come to Christ, you thinking that you cannot come to God and just just talk to Him and have a conversation with Him. You feel like I'm so messed up. I done messed up, I done folded, I done did this, that, and the other. 
What you're doing is you're nullifying your confidence to even step to talk to God. You don't even want to talk to God because you feel like you're so filthy. Let me tell you, buddy, that he already cleansed you for past, present, and future sins. You are cleansed. You need to repent, ask for forgiveness, keep it pushing. I forgot where it is. Let me, let me, let me, let me think, let me think, let me think. It's on my wall over there, actually. I believe it's in Hebrews. Yes, it is. For we do not have a high priest that cannot sympathize with us in all of our weaknesses. For was in all, for he was always and always tempted as we are yet without sin. So we can go to the throne of grace with boldness in our time of need when we need help. I know I didn't say that word for word, but the gist is he sympathizes with us. This is coming from the perspective of someone who's accepted Jesus Christ. Not the perspective rather than the, the let's say that you, you have accepted him, right? You've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, you have access to speak to God. Remember, when I say this, it's not just words. That Jesus is the mediator between man and God. So when you've accepted Jesus, you've unlocked the door to speak to God. Do you realize what I just said? When you accept Jesus, the door is now unlocked for you to go speak to God. You've got access to talk to the God now. What's stopping you? Spirit of confusion, spirit of religion. You feel like if I'm not perfect, I can't talk to God. If I'm not completely washing my own sins away, I can't talk to God. Let me make it abundantly clear that Jesus cleanses you spiritually from all your sins. I don't know what the verse is, but it was talking about how, let's say your clothes were completely stained red. Well, Jesus cleans them white. Your rags may be red and stained, but he will clean them white. Once you accept him, you are in right standing. I was talking to my friend KJ. I will just leave it at that. I was talking to my friend KJ. And uh, that was after I posted the question of, if you follow me on Instagram, this is my personal Instagram, not word of reason. I was asking the question of, what do you feel about death? A lot of people had some somber responses. Some people were joking. Some people would be like, ooga booga, come here. You know who you are. If you're watching this, you know who you are. Um, but then his response was, I think it was, bro, I folded. I don't really remember exactly what it was, but he was saying something along the lines of, bro, I folded. And I was like, what happened? Like, what's going on? And he said, bro, I just been folding. Recently, I've been folding. And I was like, bro, I know how you feel. Like, bro, I just folded to pornography multiple times this week based off that one relapse. No, I didn't, like, go back on a full doggone dump of pornography. We ain't doing that one, Chief. It's, it's not it for me. But just looking at it and, and feeling myself up. Because I'm not gonna lie, it's a vulnerable spot for me. Whenever I fall once, I'm you opened the door for the enemy to get a foothold in your life. That's why it's important. Stay gone from your field, bro. Don't go back to your field. If you feel it in your in your mind, in your heart, that something is telling you to stay away from it, that is the Holy Spirit telling you to stay away from your field. Please stay away from your field, bro. Don't go back to it. You just open the doors. But anyways. He was talking to me saying that he folded. And I was like, I folded too, bro. Like, I was clean. Like, for me, this is huge. And it's not about the time, but this is still a huge benchmark that God has, has given me the ability to say he allowed me to hit. Or he helped me to hit. And I folded. I've been porn free for a month straight. Like, with no desire. To go back and watch porn and masturbate. 
and then I folded. So for being <laughs> addicted to pornography, both before being saved, after being saved, after leaving Christ and coming back and still being addicted to pornography, I felt so bonded. Like I felt like my hands and feet were tied and Jesus is like, bro, just take my hand. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. This still feel good though. I wanted a little bit, but then I, I got, you know, um, not a sponsor, but then I got the book Make Porn Mourn by Tyree or co-heir of Christ. I'm highly suggesting that you go buy that book. I'm not plugging it for no, no other reason, but the genuine tips that are in that book, even though when I stopped applying them, that's when the pressure came on. The, the power of the word is in the application. That's why Jesus is talking about with the house on the rock and the house on sand, which has been a recurring thing, actually. Let me see where the verse is, actually. It's Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27, that anyone who follows his teaching is like a wise man who built the foundation of his house on a rock so that when the storm came, the, the house did not crumble down. It did not break because his foundation was set upon something solid. Jesus' teachings and his word are solid. Set your house upon the rock. But those who hear the word and yet do not do it are like someone who builds their house on sand. So that when the storm comes, they easily blow over. The power of the word of God is in the application. When you apply it, you will see it. The Bible is a living word. Jesus is a living water, right? So let's just let's just stick with the what I just said. With the Bible is the living word, right? Well, I feel like there's something that's gonna come crazy from this. I really don't know, but it's on the tip of my tongue, Holy Spirit. I pray right now that whatever you got built up, go and get it out. That the Bible is a living word, right? And if you don't apply the words that it's being that, that, that that's being given to you and it's falling upon deaf ears it can't be alive through you you won't see the fruits of the living word because it's falling on dead ears you're not listening and applying it because your ears spiritually dead don't want to apply nothing to it you 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 hear it and, it, and you don't do anything with it. You just read it and be like, ah, I got my, I got my three chapters in. Time to go to bed. Like, bro, you don't ever look back on the word. You don't ever talk about it. You don't ever think about how to apply it. That's why recently, for the first time in, I don't even know how many years, I've been doing the SOAP method for, for taking Bible study notes. And I'm not going to lie. That method is really good. That is genuinely one of my favorite methods. The rest of them seem very, very complicated and extremely time consuming. However, I'm just like, soap is honestly the best. That is scripture. You write down the scripture. O is observation or what did you learn from it? What could you take away from it? A is application. How will you apply it in your life? And P is for prayer. Make a prayer for what you've just gone over the last three, four. And I'm going off. I'm going completely off the topic, but Holy Spirit is definitely helping me keep on on task with the linear storytelling. Um, but yeah, going back to what we were talking about with KJ, it had rung a bell in me that a lot of people struggle with their walk in Christianity because they just can't get past the fact that they are still sinning. That the fight is hard. Let me tell you, those who are new to Christ. When you come to Christ, when you give yourself to the Lord, you've willingly, you've left the camp of Satan. And you've gone towards the kingdom of God. You think he finna let his property slip? Well, I say his property because you gave yourself up to him. But you really think he gonna let his property slip? What he thinks is his property. You really, you really think he gonna let you walk away smoothly when he had a grip on you for your 15 years of life? No. Let me be honest. When you join the, the rest in following Christ Jesus, your life gonna get harder. 
your life is going to get harder. The only reason why I said it is because the devil's going to come at you in all different ways. However, you've got God. And you've got the God of the universe backing you up in all aspects, saying that he will provide. He will be your shepherd. He will be your healer. He will be your provider. Like, bro, you've got literally the best alibi, the best assistant, the best father, the best caretaker in the in in all of creation. You mean, like, yeah, the creation that he made. Like, bro. So, yes, the enemy's going to come after your neck bone. However, you've got the God of all creation. Who do you think is going to win? Like it was in the, like it was in the church service. We are in a fixed fight. God has already won. If you're doubting me, whenever Jesus found that naked man in the cave and he had the the demon of legion that a lot of people know about, legion in that man, what was the first thing they said? Son of man or son of God, have you come to torture us before the appointed time? Before the appointed time. Do I need to go and search up the definition of appointed? <laughs> like, do I really need to go and search up the definition of appointed? For you to realize, bro, it is a fixed fight. Jesus has already won. Let me think, let me think, let me think. I don't even want to look at the wall. Jehovah Nisi. Did I get it right? Did I get it right? Did I get it right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got it, boy. Yes, sir. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But God is Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is my victory. How can you give something you don't have already? So if he's giving us the victory, I got to let that resonate, though. Somebody just got a revelation. How can you give what you do not have? And if God is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my victory, that means he has the victory because he's giving it to me. All right. So. That's for some of y'all out there. That's for somebody out there. Now, let me let me say this. When you accept Jesus, realize that you are now made in right standing. Get past the fact. Like, what is the verse? What is the verse where Paul is talking about? I. It was in, oh my gosh, where was it? Uh, when he's talking about doing things that he doesn't want to do. Uh, let me let me just look this up real quick. I'm going to read this off to y'all, bro. Romans chapter 7, verse 15. Realize this is Paul talking about. The one who most of y'all read and get y'all scripture from. Honestly, one of my favorite apostles. The 180 was crazy. Transformation work of Jesus Christ is. But like. Whew. In Romans chapter 7, verse 14 through 16. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual. Sold as a slave to sin. It's before Christ. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I admit that the law is good. Let me see if I can get 17, bro. So I can get 17. In that case, it is no longer I who do it, but sin who is living in me that does it. I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do. Instead, I keep on doing the evil I do not want to do. And if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who does it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So this is the principle I have discovered. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in my body, warring against the law of my mind and holding me captive to the law of sin that dwells within me. Peep the key word, warring. What a wretched man I am. 
Who will rescue me from the debt from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with my mind, I serve the law of God, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. Dog, let me, bro. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life sets you free from the law and of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do and that it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man as an offering for sin. He thus condemned sin in the flesh. So that the righteous standard of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. <sighs> bro, let me simplify it for you, bro. Without Jesus, I'm bound. I'm a slave to sin. Everything that I want to do that is good, I do not do. And everything I hate, I do. Who can save me from this cycle of sin that I am bound by? Oh, none other than Jesus Christ, the son of God, who came to set the captives free. The captives who are slave to sin. What we were just talking about in the last podcast. For the wages of sin is death. Who paid the wages off? Jesus Christ. You were a slave to sin the moment you were born. Who paid that fine for you? Jesus. The only thing that's stopping you from getting your wages fulfilled is you accepting Jesus Christ. That is the only thing. And after you do that, your sins are paid for. So stop thinking that you're not good. I mean, you're not good. I mean, you're made righteous through Jesus Christ. So stop thinking. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm stuck. I'm bound. You're no longer bound. If the word that's coming out is Jesus set the captives free, who are you to say that ain't true? I'll tell you what that was. And I was going to say that earlier, but I'm really saying it now. When you feel as if that's too good to be true or that ain't right or you don't feel it in your heart, you are neglecting the full truth of the gospel. The gospel that says that Jesus Christ is the son of God and died on the cross for our sins so that we might have life through him. And more abundantly, you're forgetting the part where after you accepted Jesus, that you are now good in the sight of God. You are made right through Jesus and God sees you as his own, his son. He's going to still be working on you. That's what we were talking about last podcast is that sanctification is a process, a process that you're going to be going through until Jesus steps through them clouds. So hear me when I say, bro. Stop letting guilt and condemnation and the enemy beat you up, bro. That spirit of religion that tells you have to be perfect to talk to God, that tells you every time you sin, you're just on your way to hell, bro. Your sins were paid for. The only thing that can now be an issue in that situation is you throwing away your salvation. Point in case, don't get frightened when I say that. Salvation is a gift. You can't just lose it, but you can throw it away. You can definitely give it up. You can stop accepting the gift. You either accept the gift and then say, mm, I don't want to throw it out. There's like, I don't want to even know. I just want to say what's on my mind. I don't want to put like three and then I end up saying four. But there's a few things that could happen with salvation. You either neglect the salvation, which is the gift. You either neglect the gift. You accept the gift and walk in it. Or you accept it and completely reject it. And what I mean by accept it and completely reject it is you accept it, you take it in, you acknowledge it, then you throw it out the window and go back to the kingdom of darkness. Realize, bro. Realize that it's going to be a fight, bro. You're going to fight day in and day out. Die daily. Fight daily. It is a war we're fighting spiritually. 
it is not flesh uh, flesh and blood that we wrestle against, but powers, principalities, and cosmic spirits. Let me let me find a verse so I don't just go off a word of mouth. Let's go on and get this verse down, broski. Because, uh, yep. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So, bro, you're going to be fighting this fight for the rest of your life. All right? That's what we sign up with. Whenever you become a Christian, the target is on your back. But you have Jesus, the one who has authority over the devil. That's why when people heard Jesus first preaching in like the first, I don't even remember exactly when, but it was in like the first few chapters of Jesus. They said, what is this doctrine he teaches? He teaches with such authority. The same authority he gave unto you. And what was it? Luke chapter 10, verse 18 and verse 19. For Jesus is saying this, for I saw Satan and fall like lightning from the heavens. But I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all and against all power of the enemy. So that nothing shall by any means harm you. That's the words coming out of Jesus's mouth. And you don't believe that. By feeling that there's just, like you're, you're just so far gone, even after accepting Jesus, I'm just I'm just messing up. I'm so far gone, bro. You have accepted Jesus. If you don't just go get in the word, find Google his promises, bro. The things that you're confused about, find them in the word. Google is a search engine that you can use to find stuff in the Bible. And you want to know how Google's trustworthy? Because if you have a Bible and you Google up verses and the verse that's completely taken out of context on Google is not in the word, don't look at it. If I were to grab a Bible and open it and then Google a verse and then it says Luke chapter 10 verse 18 through 19 says, and Jesus ate biscuits and potatoes. And then in the Bible that I'm literally holding right here, it says, what I just said about Satan falling like lightning from the heavens and he's given us authority over all the powers against the enemy so that nothing shall by any means harm you. You clearly know which one's wrong. Let the word of God be your foundation and your rock, bro. Search up the promises of God. I can read them off to you, bro. The names of God are the things that he promises to us, right? The Lord makes you right. Jehovah Sidkenu. The Lord sanctifies me. Makes me in right standing, sanctifies, cleanses, all right? Jehovah Mekadesh. I advise you to look at these, read them, and implement them into your heart. Jehovah Shama, the Lord is always here. You have Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace. Let's see, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my victory. Jehovah Rohi, the Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord is my provider. And then you've got Jehovah Rapha. The Lord is my healer. Let me make sure I got those right. Now, those are some of the promises that God is to us. And if God is a man, if God is not a man such that he would lie, at this point, if you don't believe it and acknowledge it as truth, you don't fully believe. You don't have faith in his word that is right. Like, I, I seriously want to, to say, like, bro, you've got to make the decision to believe that what the Lord is telling you through his word is true. Okay, really, really acknowledge the fact that if you're a Christian and you've already made the decision to be a Christian, that 
you acknowledge that his word is truth. When you become a Christian, you acknowledge that the Bible is going to be your truth. That's where Jesus says to, to find out. Set the foundation of your life on his teachings, which are where? So if we're supposed to set our foundation on the teachings of him and we can only find it through the Bible. Come on, bro. You've got to believe in everything that that Jesus says. You can't just stop at believing in Jesus. You have to believe that what he says is true. All right. You have to really, really step out on faith. And the thing that I was struggling with was also believing like, bro, it sounds too good to be true. Like you mean to tell me that once I say that now I'm good to go. And now I just have to try and and, 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 and and live my life according to the words that he says in his Bible. I mean, not his Bible, but in the Bible. Yeah, you've acknowledged that he's your Lord and you believe it in your heart. So, broski. Now it's just time to tee up, bro. Lock the freak in. Get in your word. Go and find and and learn about the promises that he talks about. If you're struggling with anger, find verses on anger. If you're thinking about anger and, and this, that, and the other, find verses of anger, find verses of peace. If you're struggling to love somebody, if you're struggling with forgiveness, search up on your phone, your tablet, your computer, wherever it is, knowing Jesus and then put in parentheses what it is you're looking for. So if it's loving Jesus and you want to have verses about peace, or it's knowing Jesus, put in parentheses, peace. It'll bring up all the verses on peace. If you search up knowing Jesus and then put in the uh, put in the parentheses, anger, you don't get verses on anger. I'm going to check to see if everything's recording, bro. Dang, it's still going, boy. It look like we're doing good, boy. Man, I'm so happy about having a video podcast now. This is what we were uh, thinking about initially, but there, I'm kind of glad because there was a few things that I've been learning over the past month that I definitely needed to learn. Um, and another thing is being in preparation because I'm about to get ready to wrap it up. That it has been brought to my attention to realize there's, there's two things. One that when God calls us to do something, the calling that he called us to do has to conform to what he says. God created the same calling he's bringing you to. So if he's called you to it, the calling must conform to what God says. If he's telling me, hey, David, this podcast is what I need you to be doing. And next thing you know, I'm sitting over here like, but the podcast isn't doing too hot. We're averaging like 20 viewers and da 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 the podcast will have to conform to what God says. So if God says, David, stop, and I'm still going, the word of God remains. Stop. It will stop. Things will start to change. Everything will die out. Problems will probably like go on like, bro. The word of God remains. Let God be the one who tells the truth and let every man be a liar, bro. All right. Another thing was. What was it? Dang. Ah, fart nuggets. My brain just tooted. Dang. What was I thinking about? Holy Spirit, please help me. Oh my gosh. What have I learned? What was it? What was it? Dang. This is what I'd be looking like behind the camera whenever I blank out. Especially on verses, bro. Except for I'd be like panicking looking for them things, man. What was it? Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Okay.
that the calling that we have been called to I forgot, man. I forgot. But another thing that I know for sure that might not be exactly what I was talking about, but this is what's coming up, is that no matter what we do in terms of doing it for God, realize that that it has value and meaning. Like, realize that even though it may not result in what you may think, like, bro. It still has meaning. It's new. It's a new creation. You and you and him, you and him, y'all are working on that together. A new creation, man. But yeah, I um, I'm very excited for having the video podcast, man. It's something that I've been I've been thinking about, and not gonna lie, this this phone ain't doing so bad on the camera quality. I'm not gonna lie. Give big props to iPhone 13 Pro. Like, bro. Man, but really realize, man, you you've got to really acknowledge that His word is true. I'm assuming you have because you've already given your life to Christ. Um, but yeah, like dog, just just please acknowledge that His word is completely true. It's not partial not like oh i believe in him now i still gotta fight for my life to avoid this sin i've been trying to get myself out of for the longest you don't gotta do the fight he does the fighting another thing that my uh my boy brought up was that you notice how the armor of god ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 and so forth bro it's mainly defense one offense that's the word of god and if you're fumbling in the fact that the word of God is true, the Bible says that a man who is unsure in any of his ways is unstable in all of his ways. So, broski, level with me here. You've got to acknowledge that the Bible is completely true. You've already accepted Jesus. It's just like, bro, fully commit. It's a process. Sanctification is a process, bro. All right. All right. I'm pretty sure that's about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of tuckered out. But this was a pretty good first podcast with the video. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like this is a big step, man. I feel like this is a big step. So, yeah, man. You're going to be able to now watch it. I'm pretty sure even if, on, on Spotify you can watch it too. I have no idea how this works. We'll see. Um, but yeah, bro, this has been the word of reason podcast where you can find reason in your life only through the word of God. If you're looking for the socials, search up word of reason on Instagram. You can search up word of reason on TikTok. You can search up word of reason on YouTube. We're on all platforms where you can listen to the podcast if you just want to listen to it. And yeah, man, if you want to reach out. Tell me some of your testimonies, for real. Because I, I actually was thinking about this, too. I want to hear some of your testimonies. I want to hear how you guys have come to Christ. Even if I already know you personally, tell me about your experience. There's, I know there's some people listening to this podcast that I absolutely have no idea who you are. You may be. This may be your first podcast because this was more involving and inclusive rather than just being able to listen. And uh, if this is your first podcast... Reach us at at, at um gmail.com word of at, at G on bro English bro at word of reason podcast at gmail.com. Um again it's word of reason podcast at gmail.com. That's what that's uh where you can text us. Also, DMs are always open on Instagram. So you can text me at word of reason dot pod at uh on instagram and i'm pretty sure it's actually pod talk dot word of reason on uh tiktok but you can still find me if you search up word of reason uh but yeah man that is the new meaning of word of reason just to reiterate it is not me telling my experience telling my experiences as an 18 year old christian because i'm not gonna lie 
all the other podcasts up until like the the sixth or the seventh. That's all of my experiences. There's only one that I uh nah, that's actually not even it. I told all my experiences, bro. Yep, that's about it. Yep, that's about it, bro. I even gave my full testimony, which kind of like threw out my whole plans. But then again, that was a conversation that I had with God. That one is probably one of the best, one of my favorites. Um, other than the one with that I did with Josiah and the, I believe those, those are my, those are my favorites to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Those are my, those are my favorites. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> Let's just say, uh, it's been a little wild ride for the last month. And to be honest, since it's getting like this, we're just getting started. But if this is your first time, please, please send the testimony over. But this has been the Word of Reason podcast where you bring reason to your life only through the Word of God. Please tell me my thing was on me. Let's go! I was making sure my mic didn't like switch over to the, the multi-directional. But anyways, thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. Um... I'll see you guys in the next one, bro. Peace.